Hi, guys. It's Natasha. I'm back with another podcast, another episode of Webia Podcast. And I have my good friend Darius back in the hot topic seat with me because there's so much to discuss, guys. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, it's so much to discuss. Um, This week has been, I mean, it's only Wednesday and it's been a lot, but that's kind of how I like it. Um, And I think like I'm operating off of like two hours of sleep because I was up posting about things and getting life together and stuff like that. And then R. Kelly (laughs) had to come on CBS this morning with Gail King at 7 a.m. So this is this is where we're at. It's a lot happening today. It all kicked off at 7 a.m. And they did not drag it out to let it, like, show it, like, 8 a.m. No, no, no. It started, like, a 7.02. So as you went, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and you have a story about our cat. Like, it was right into it. So we have to discuss this, y'all. <sighs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where to start. Okay, so today we're going to just talk about hot topics because it's just, it, it's a lot going on. But I also, I'm going to, I mean, it is a serious situation, but this interview was so damn funny that, like, I just have to jump right in. I can't even, like, tell you about my life or anything like that in my trip to Vegas. Hey, we'll get to that in a minute. But, y'all, R. Kelly. Okay, so here's what happened. This morning, actually late last night, CBS This Morning and CBS Evening News puts out a promo. And they're like, guys, guess what? (laughs) We interviewed R. Kelly, who is facing like facing 10 criminal abuse charges, sexual abuse charges, and is waiting for trial. I don't know who told him this was a good idea to go on national television and do an interview with Gail King of all people because she does not play around at all at all and sit there and try to tell your side of the story before you even get into court so first of all i'm just going to say his lawyer needs to be fired and disbarred and license pulled <laughs> his publicist if he even has one needs to be fired he was in the room he's the one that sat him down and calmed him is he the one that was pulling him back that had to physically restrain him that's his publicist fire his ass i thought he was trying to get um i saw last night that he was trying to get bill cosby's publicist i don't in a better look bill Bill never did no shit like this (laughs) i mean his ass still in jail but he never do no stuff like like this was actually bill did do an interview but I don't remember if it was after or before, like, the trial trial. I can't remember. It was, like, in the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. This this was on another level. So late last night, they released a promo. And all you see is Gail King posting, like, these two pictures on her Instagram. And you see R. Kelly with the sad face, you know, like the Jordan meme yeah. with the cries. Mm-hmm. That's It put R. Kelly's face on the Jordan face cry meme. And he's just sitting there looking at the camera, and she's looking unbothered as fuck, just <laughs> sitting there like, mm-mm. Semi-disgusted. Disgusted. <laughs> this Negro here. And then the second picture, when you swipe, is him, like, standing up over her and about to, look like he about to backhand I thought, her. I thought he was going to push her. I'm sure. And she's sitting there looking extra unbothered. So uh, didn't even blink. <laughs> like, 
did Oprah have her like snipers in the back? Like of I just course. I don't understand why she was so on. Unbi- I mean, maybe she's just a professional, but it would have been we would have been boxing in that mug <laughs> had you got up in front of my face like that. She didn't so, even jump back. She didn't. She sat there and just looked up like I wish you. I wish you would. <laughs> I wish the motherfucker would. That's the wish. So we finally get the actual, I mean, we did get a little bit of the promo last night um, video and he was clearly, R. Kelly's clearly, I don't know if he's having a psychotic break. I don't know if this is how he always is. I don't know. But this was on some other shit. So this morning is where we get the full context of the story. From, I want to say, like the first or second minute of the of the interview, he is going off, about to stand, before he even stands up, he starts cursing everybody out, talking about y'all doing this to me and I'm not keeping no girls in the basement and I don't get no shoes from their uncle. Sir, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you saying? That's when I knew it was going left. <laughs> it started going left really quickly. Okay, so we're just going to let y'all hear just like the part that made us all just look up like, hell no, sir. Quit playing. Quit playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. Robert. This is not me. Y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. I gave y'all 30 years of my career. Robert. 30 years of my career. Y'all trying to kill me. You killing me, man. This is not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Sir. Okay, we just, just don't want to believe the truth, Robert. <laughs> Robert. But when she kept saying Robert, I fell out. Cause she was, she was not flinching. Her legs never came uncrossed. Her hands never moved. <laughs> she just said Robert. No. <laughs> Wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> That's what she was saying. That's what those Roberts meant. I don't you know got, what you're jumping up for. You got one more. T- one more. <laughs> Yeah, I said, I'm from Baltimore. You step over here one more time. Please, please believe. You got one more time to raise that voice and drop out a tear. One more. So he's saying, I'll get to the kids in a minute. But what he's saying is all the all the women, because they're now all women, um, they're all now of age now, um, they're all lying. That's what he says. Everybody. He says everybody's lying. He never sexually abused anyone. He never had sex with underage girls. He says the videotapes are him just role playing with the girl that's 14 who had the videotape years ago. It's the same girl on a different videotape that has now been turned in. Um, and this is part of the reason why he also got indicted again. Um, the new video is very clear way better quality and it's very clear to him he's clearly saying things like I want that 14 year old Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. and she's saying oh you like my 14 year old like she keeps and they might be role playing but it's still role playing in the sense of I'm still I'm, I'm being who I am and I want you just to keep saying it. You know how men be like call me daddy and stuff like that. I mean, that's his fetish and he she's right. calling out his fetish. Right. Like, and so I think that I don't think she's lying about her age and that she looks clearly 14. Um and we all know how old she was even though if this is alleged we can't say it is for sure, but allegedly if it is the same girl in the first video from 10 15 however long ago years ago, 
she did get on the stand and say it wasn't her. Her family says it wasn't her. But we all know there were underhanded things at play mm-hmm. that were kind of keeping them in line to lie. Um, and that's what attorney Michael Avenatti is saying, who is repping her, by the way, and repping like two or three other plaintiffs as well. And he's saying that that will not happen again. We're in a whole different era, whole different era. So if my, if R. Kelly thought this video was about to free his ass and get him off, no pun intended, um, this is just not going to work. So the thing about the kids, he's saying, I'm trying to see my kids. I'm trying to find my kids and love my kids. Robert. Sir, you owe $161,000 in child support today. Today at 10. Today. 10 a.m. He was supposed to pay it. And if you didn't pay it, they're throwing your ass back in jail because you barely got out on bail. Drea Kelly, his ex-wife, has sued him for back child support, actually in the tune of like over $200,000. But he has to pay the minimum of $161,000 today. He knew about this for the last month. He did not pay it. From from what I can see, I don't think he's paid a damn thing because he was too busy, you know, ranting and raving with Gail and them. So what are you saying that you want to just see your kids and be with your kid? What are you saying? You haven't paid a dime, according to Drea. And where was the kids with all these girls was in all these secret rooms and who the kids? Stuff? Yeah, where were, the, where were his kids at then? He wanted to see them so bad. He clearly you keep, you keep everybody else's kids. Why can't you keep your own? <laughs> like, they clearly, they clearly wasn't at that Chicago house. Clearly, you want to be called daddy so much. You got kids of your own. They can call you daddy all day. Why are they not in your mansion with you? He got twenty five kids. I just don't understand why men think. And I'm not trying to put it on all men, but this whole I'm trying to see my kids, try to talk to my kids. If you ain't paid five dollars for a Happy Meal, I I don't want to hear it. I exactly. want to hear it because exactly. phone calls and I want to hear from my kid. Don't pay for no Happy Meals. Don't pay for no diapers. It does not pay for it does not pay for the things they need to survive. Kill that. Kill that. <sighs> R. Kelly, you don't care about the no, kids. Nobody was buying it. And Gail clearly wasn't buying it. Not a move. Not a not a not a wrinkle in her face. She Didn't said, keep them cameras rolling. She said, no, the cameras, we will not cut them off. Keep them rolling. He said, is this my camera? <laughs> she said, yes, it's been your damn camera. <laughs> she did stop recording at one point when he literally went off the rails, like stood up. He had to get held back. And then he had to get his makeup redone because he was sweating up a storm. Oh, Lord Jesus. But then she started rolling the video again. This is the thing. I... And I know that people are saying that he does not need jail. He needs help. help. Why can't he have both? He needs both. His ass still needs to be in jail. He committed a crime. Like, give him the help in jail. Mm. I actually don't think help is going to help him, if that makes sense. I think he's too far gone. He got away with it once. What you're seeing now is fear. That's Mm. just fear. Yes. Because it went from confident to fear. Like, he's Mm -hmm. scared now. This is exactly what Michael Avenatti said as well, by the way. He said that you're—I'm actually going to read his statement because it's pretty interesting. But he says that um, that he got a little arrogant with, you know, the last— um, the last time he got off. Mm-hmm. And this time he's just—he's fe- now seeing that the walls are closing in on him. And now he's trying to persuade people almost like—and I actually talked to somebody else about this this morning. It's almost like— I'm wondering if he's going for an insanity plea as well. That's going to be hard. Is it? Um, Okay, so Michael Avenatti said, oh, my gosh, I can't. You know what? Forget it. I gave you all the gist. Um, 
And he's basically saying that his clients are upset, Asriel, Cleary, her parents, who are, oh, that's the other thing. The the, the two girlfriends are also going to be interviewed by Gail on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and they admit that they're his girlfriends. He admits that they're his girlfriends. They have a little menage a trois situation. Gail was very confused, very discombobulated, but she <laughs> rolled with it. And the parents of Asriel, who are who is in his clutches, are saying that this was a disgusting display of like you know facts and that are not really facts and things like that. She's crying in the interview and everything. She and, going off, and that other one is consoling her. That great, real crazy one, Jocelyn, jo- jo- uh, Joycelyn, jo- Joycelyn, yeah, Joycelyn yeah. Savage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's gone. Now she's gone. There's no help for her. Can I admit something? I think, okay, this is going to sound really bad. I wouldn't have said this three or four years ago, or when they were, even when they were 18, I wouldn't have said this. At this point, just let them stay there. You you have to. They're grown women now. They're extra grown. And I understand that they were groomed to be this way. I do 110% believe that they're brainwashed. 110%. But at what point... You're a parent, yes, and you. But you, if you should have had all this, you should have had this same energy when she was underage or barely of age, and you should have stormed up in that house, took whatever. Even R. Kelly said in the doggone interview, because Gail was like, "Well, what would you have done if this was your kids? You know, being accusing some man Mm -hmm. of." You know, kind of holding him in his clutches and doing everything that they're accusing you of. He said, "Oh, I'd have went to jail and handled that plea later. Why couldn't y'all have done that?" Run up in that man house and get your kid. Y'all are doing this years later, and I blame the parents a lot of, for a lot of this. R. Kelly's 100% wrong, but I also believe the parents are wrong, too. One, because you didn't work hard enough to get your, get your daughter back. And two, because according to R. Kelly, and I actually do believe this, you sold your child to him. They clearly said it in Surviving R. Kelly, like— hmm. She's over there, you know, just sending the big sister over there to check on mm-hmm. her and this and that. No. Because she wants a record deal. No. She probably can't sing. You know, I, I just... You sit your ass in that studio with your underage daughter. Mm-hmm. You let her work. And then we're going home. We'll be back tomorrow. Like Destiny's Child did. And exactly. Michael, uh, Matthew Knowles and Mama Tina did. When them girls had to go to the bathroom when they were recording up in R. Kelly house, Mama Tina walked to the bathroom with them. That's it. I mean, that's a true parent with hmm. an underage child. You don't just drop them off and say, I'll be back. So I know I don't think he's lying about that. I don't think it was like a, a clear exchange. Like here's fi- here's fifty dollars for my kid. I do think that they thought they were going to get something in return by being laissez faire and le- being like, oh, you know, if something happens, they're just going to act brand new, you know. And so R. Kelly is saying, well, how come you over here selling your? Stop deflecting because what you're also saying is you bought a child, mm-hmm. so you're still telling on yourself. But in many child abuse cases, especially dealing with celebrity child abuse Oprah pointed that out like the parents are also <clears throat> sorry groomed as well as the kids mm. so he groomed the parents you know I'm a huge star your daughter has a talent let me work with her you already see my success you know what mm-hmm. I can do and you groom the parents and then once once you get the parents then the kids are all yours that is so true Ugh. That documentary is disgusting, but I'm glad it happened. I know people are upset about it. I don't know why. This would have never, he would have never gotten indicted again if it was not for that documentary, to be perfectly yeah. honest, because it started a snowball of, of other things coming to light. Michael Avenatti, you can say whatever you want to say about him. Yes, he's the new Gloria Allred. Absolutely. 
but at least he's doing it for the greater good. Exactly. And he's still, yes, he's a publicity whore, but at least he's charging the people that, or getting people charged that need to be charged. Period, point blank. It's, it's time. It's time, though. We all knew, like, it's time. Everybody's going down. 2019, you're going down. Bye. You're going down. Going down. Um, and yes, uh, what's his name? Harvey Weinstein is also going down. Don't even bring it up. Don't do the what, what aboutism. Don't no, do it. No. He's going down. His trial is delayed, but he's going to trial and his ass is going down too. And if he doesn't go down, y'all better walk up in that jail and grab a red carpet and pull Bill Cosby out of jail. <laughs> and I mean it. Then y'all better escort him with a, a, a police barricade and everything. Like, I want a parade to take Bill out of jail if Harvey doesn't go to jail. I'm not dealing with you. I'm not taking this. Let's not compare fuck-ups of white and black men. <laughs> I'm just saying, you see how quickly they threw Bill in the in jail. He gets smacked in the head with chicken going. patties and stuff. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, okay, so your favorite person has returned. Wendy Williams. This is Wendy's first week back. And I'm just going to go on the record and say... Two weeks ago, actually not even two weeks ago, just a few days ago, I'm tripping. A few days ago, we said on the latest episode of the YBF podcast that we predict yes, we did. that Wendy will come back and act like nothing happened. Oh, I just was a little sick. That's basically what she said. I'm, I'm just a little sick. Girl, you've been gone for two months. <laughs> and we said she's going to ice skate over. Everything with her husband. She rollerbladed. She rollerbladed <laughs> and ice skated. She sharpened them damn blades the day before. And she was like, oh, I'm not going there. Absolutely. And what did she do? Flash her ring. And do a throwback. And say, I still have my ring on. And until I take my ring off. <laughs> she said, I'm not, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. You should, and you paid for it. We call, oh. It's yours. Oh. We called it. And I just don't understand. I don't understand why it's so difficult for her of all people. Okay, I'm just going to say this. She actually looks great. She looks amazing. Oh and God. she sounds great. And she's back to what I remember. Yeah. She's very sharp. She she claims she never she didn't gain even one pound. I beg to differ. She looked she look healthier. She looks she, way healthier. Way like healthier. in a good way. Yeah. And I'm glad because I think that part of this was she was probably hungry as hell. Yeah. She looked like she could just get blown looked, over if you blow on really, her. Really, really good. Um, she looks amazing. She sounds amazing. This is the Wendy that we know and love. So whatever she did in her time off, according to her, she said that she just needs to spend time with her family because she hasn't done that enough. Little Kevin and Big Kevin and la 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 la. We spotted her in Florida, so I guess she was with her parents as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she also said, I mean, she was very open about all her medical. She damn near met, read her medical records yeah. off. So you know the Graves disease and the 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 thyroid, fra- the fi- the thyroid. Did you say fibroid? I didn't even know what she said. Fibroid or thyroid? Thyroid. That's what makes her eyes bulge like that. The, mm-hmm. the fractured shoulder. She kept saying, "Ouch." Everything. Every time she raised her, she even said "ouch" today. She's been saying "ouch" like even she she goes to point. She's out. Like, ouch! Oh my god! She tried to throw cheese in somebody's face. Ouch! It hurts. Girl, you need a freaking golden glow for this. A, a daytime Emmy just for this. She said her bone is still fusing. It's been like umpteen months. I don't think it's still fusing. I also don't think that. Um, 
I don't know why this is her sore spot. I don't think she's as strong when it comes to her personal life. I don't know if it's an insecurity. I don't know if it's a, um, what is it? What's wrong with her? I don't know. It's, 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 it's that battered but not broken. It's that. The old that, school. That old school abuse, mm-hmm. you know, trapped. Look Shh. at Tina, Tina Turner, same thing. Oh, yes. 30 years with the same man beating your ass every day. And you honestly, from the outside looking in, you don't need him. You don't need him. You, I mean, it, it's great if he's treating you great, then sure. But if he's treating you like absolute shit, he's doing nothing but hindering you. Exactly. Why are you going through this when you don't have to? And I'm sure he's treating her like a queen for now. You know that cycle. He fucks up. He gets caught. Let me treat you like a queen. It's the same stage that Cardi and Offset are in right now as well. And give it a month. And we're going to be right back to where we are. Watch. Wendy girl. But she look good. She does. I just don't understand. My Graves disease, my thyroid, my lupus, my shingles, my water retention. Child, she was naming everything. <laughs> yeah, y'all know, but she said it would never happen again. But what won't ever happen again? <laughs> Nothing. That exactly. Just, it sounds good on TV. I thought she was talking about her having to leave last. I think she was trying to refer to a lot of things, but whatever. Girl, he going to cheat again because he probably he probably ain't got rid of her. They probably in a whole nother condo that he done bought for the side chick, the alleged side chick. She ain't going nowhere. It's so sad, Wendy. I really want more. Anyway, I loved her interview with Tamar. It was good. Tamar Braxton was on the show as her second guest. So, yeah, she was on on Tuesday. And she revealed... That her and Vince have been split for two years, two years. Yep. and that Vince basically the paperwork is taking forever because of California. Mm-hmm. You know, she does have a new man. I don't think she's flat out lying. She does have a new man. So today I just read that um, that Vince is getting sued for not paying leases. And I mean, he getting sued left and right for things. He owes like hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's sad. Meanwhile, Tamar out here making her cash. Good for her. Good her for Monty her. repping for Fashion Nova like everybody else. Good for her. She said she's keeping her man a secret. Okay. What does she call him? Um, 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 what's the Black Panther name? What's Chadwick's name on Black Panther? Um, T'Challa. So she yeah. calls him T'Challa or yeah, something like that. Apparently, okay, so she won't show his face, but she shows his body. He is fine. He got dreads, and he just looks... I'm happy for her. She seems happy. She, she does. She seems happy. She, she put that wig back on. She did put her wig back That's on when yesterday. you know she's happy. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she shaved that head to shave off, you know, all, all that. <laughs> all that had to go. And you yeah. thought it was EJ Johnson for a bit. She did give EJ. Mm-hmm. It was confusing yeah. for a bit. It was a bit baffling. I was like, sister, sister. <laughs> She's gorgeous, though. She can always pull it off. Oh, my God. You see that? Um, I don't even want to talk about it because I don't remember the name. But basically, um, a gospel singer read her for filth. Yeah. Tina, Tina Lawson posted a gospel singer singing. And the gospel singer has on a wig. And she was saying, here's, you know, this is some great inspiration for today. Um... I can't remember the name of the sisters, and because of the internet situation, I can't pull it up. But she was, you know, everybody's all happy and and, and supportive in the comments. Here comes Tamar comment. Oh, God. What did Tamar say? She said, I mean, she good, but her wig's stressing me out. 
See, that's what gets Tamar ass in trouble. That All damn mouth. Time. And then she's going to go run and cry in a corner <laughs> when somebody popped the hell back. And call her a Muppet again. <laughs> she can't take that Muppet comment. She can't take that. That always breaks her all the way down. Child. So the sister of the gospel singer came back and gave her a good nasty, nasty pulpit read and went off about, I don't know my Bible verses, but she was talking about, you know, people in the Bible that needed a wig or something or had, I don't know. Did somebody need a wig in the Bible? <laughs> she said somebody needed something in the Bible and people were making fun of this person because they were bald or hairless or something. Then? I don't know. People she was getting Brazilian back then? I don't know. She said somebody didn't have something in the Bible and people in the town were making fun of that person. And she said, Tamar, you always calling yourself a Christian, but you seem to have forgotten that Bible verse and that story. And you shouldn't be doing that because you don't know what my sister is going through. Basically, she hinted that her sister has some medical issues that causes uh, her to have to need the wig. Um, and, of course, Tamar hasn't said anything back, but I'm sure she's crying in the corner. She's going to bring it up on Braxton Family Values when it returns next month or later this month, whenever, and be like, people always coming for me. Either that or her own spinoff that she's getting just for herself. That she we sure is. She's, she announced that she's getting a spinoff on WeTV. She said it's going to be by herself, but Vince will make appearances. Because he's her baby daddy. So they co-parenting. Very well, she said. Is he in the hospital? Because she hinted she that, that he's... He's under the weather right now. She said under the weather. She didn't see it. He's been under the weather for like a year. Like five. Oh, God. Vince, what is going on? It's been a while. I don't know. We praying for you, Vince. Pull through. Pull the fuck through. And keep them child support payments coming. Ooh. I don't want to hear... I don't want that to be on your, your lease. I don't know. He might be going to jail if he can't pay all these other things he owes. That's sad. Anyway, um, so this story is going to get me a little heated, but I'm going to try to control myself because it's I've been talking about it for like five days and I can't anymore. Um, but I will. So. The world's fakest billionaire has. <laughs> has left. Her best friend, Jordan Woods, in the dust because of this alleged cheating situation with Tristan Thompson. So we've talked about this before. Tristan, the Tristan, Jordan, Chloe, Kardashian triangle. Okay. Allegedly, Tristan Thompson kissed Jordan Woods, who is Kylie Jenner's best friend, and Chloe looks at her like a little sister. Allegedly, he kissed her while leaving his party at his house very late one night. Mm -hmm. Why Jordan was there, I don't know. The girl's 20-some years old. She don't know no better, child. Why, why Chloe wasn't invited to her baby daddy and boyfriend's party, I don't know. Exactly. That part. But what we do know is Jordan went on Red Table Talk. She said, oh, oh. I not only out Kardashian the Kardashians by getting with a friend or sister's man, because you know that's what they do all damn day. But I'm also going to one-up you and go to the Smiths. Let's bring it. Let's bring it. So Jada Pinkett Smith has Red Table Talk, and she basically has been really good friends with Jordan's family since they were, like, kids. Mm -hmm. I think because she went to school with Jaden. Mm -hmm. So they've been knowing each other since they were, like, two, three years old. So, of course, J Jada goes on mommy mode and was like, you need to come on my show, baby. You need to come on there and talk about your side of the story. So Red Table Talk airs on uh, a few days ago, and Jordan gives her tearful side of the story. 
I mean, I've always liked Jordan Woods. Always. I've, I used to post her on, I still do, I post her on our Instagram account at the YBF underscore daily. I post her sometimes. People go off on us like, who is this? Who this girl? Why you post her just because she Kylie best friend? What does she do? And I'm like, she's a model. She's modeling contracts. She does things. Like, why are y'all so mad at this girl? Just because you haven't heard of her. Exactly. That's the whole point is why I'm trying to put her on a pedestal. So now everybody's team Jordan after that dog on red table talk. She does look gorgeous. You're going to stop it. Darius is showing me this meme that says, you're not ugly, you're just broke. And it's basically the before and after of Kylie and Jordan before, I guess, before the lip kits, child. Before the surgery and before the lip kits. And I just show you this because that's true friendship. She was with her when she looked like that, and she was with her when she looked like that. Mm-mm. That's true love. <laughs> with that picture, I don't think Jordan's had surgery. I don't think so either. She just lost weight. Damn, Kylie has had all oh, this. Kylie basically had surgery to turn into her best friend. Yeah. Just a lighter version. Wow. That's a, But Kylie is money well spent. I guess. Money well spent. I guess, child. Just remember, your kids always going to come out like your before. Thank you. Always going to come out like your birth face. Don't forget that. Um, it don't matter. They'll surge them up real quick. At 12. 13. So, um, Red Table Talk was very interesting. She was emotional. She gave her side of the story. I think that people caped for her. And right before that aired, Chloe got on Twitter clowning mm-hmm. and said, Jordan, you're to blame for my family breaking up. Actually, she said this right after it aired. I'm sorry. Right after it aired, Chloe called her a liar <laughs> and said, you're to blame. For breaking up my family. It's kind of, people were posting on a meme of like this shack that was like basically <laughs> run down. They were like, this is the house that Chloe said Jordan broke apart and ruined. Um, I thought it was disgusting what she said because a 20 year old cannot wreck your family if it wasn't already wrecked. And if a man don't want it to be wrecked. But I'm sorry, what about the other four chicks from months before? Did months they, before. Did they have a, any say so in the breakup? Who, the, the who you cheated wreckage? with? On camera, on camera, and who sent you into early labor? So they not so you didn't you wouldn't go you wouldn't go on a task with them. No, just the black girls. The black girl is the problem. She's definitely the problem. One, I think that Chloe's the most insecure Kardashian sister. Period, hands down. So when a black girl comes in, a black girl that you have known since she was like little girl, how dare she? The black girl that I want to be. How dare she come in here and quote unquote take my man? First of all, Tristan is community dick. So ain't nobody taking community. It doesn't belong to anybody. It's for everybody. It's for everybody. So she's not, I don't even think she wants that man. I really, really don't. I think she made a stupid mistake by putting her legs on him. She did yes. say that with Jada. Oh, I was just sitting on the couch, you know, before I left and I just swung my legs mm-hmm. over and put them on him. That's something that a 20 year old girl would do. It was definitely some drunken flirtation. Mm-hmm. I said it was drunken flirtation. And she was wrong for that. With the wrong person. That was all. For sure. Definitely she was wrong for that. that. But I also think this is, so, I used to see that stuff happen in high school. And then the girl turned around like, all I did, I was barely touching him. Why are you touching him at all? At all. And that's why it leads to what it led to. And this is why we don't, that's why you shouldn't do it. She learned her lesson. She's 20 years old. Whatever. She learned it. He kissed her. I 100% believe that. Yeah. That happens. I don't know why y'all out here so shocked that a man kissed a woman um, without her asking for it. It happens. Trust. Did she kiss him back? I don't know. Probably. Doesn't matter. I mean, it was, it's a peck. It wasn't a, like a makeout. Like she said, it was right. like a... Mwah. Right. 
It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, she can't do anything that he doesn't allow her to do. Exactly. And he's a grown ass man. Given, I think he's, I don't even think he's 30 though. No. He's really young. Um, but he's a grown ass man who knows he has to lose. He has two kids, two fiancés, well, one fian- one ex fiance, and now one ex girlfriend. And I just, I, I, I don't have any. Child, I don't care. I don't have any um, sympathy or empathy for Khloe Kardashian. After she said that, people dragged her for filth, <laughs> called her every name in the book, and reminded her who the hell she is. Exactly. And how she got him. And how she got him. Because you wrecked the home, too. If all it takes is a little kiss and flirtation, or if all it takes is just you talking to a man or whatever to break a home, then you broke a home, bitch. Exactly. You surely did. When um, he was with, ironically, a girl named Jordan, um, his first baby mama, you know, and they him and Chloe met while he was with her and she was nine months pregnant Mm -hmm. or almost nine months pregnant when he upped and left and ran off into the sunset with Chloe. And Chloe swears up and down that they weren't together because she's one of those girls that believe everything a man tells her. Man, we weren't together, man. Okay, go ask her. This is why if I ever go out on a date or if I even talk to men, I always say, do you have a girlfriend? Well, why would I be on why would I be on a dating site? I said what I said. It's do you good, have a girlfriend? That's a good question. That's a very good no, question. No, I ain't got no girl. Is there a girl that thinks that she's your girlfriend? <laughs> very good question. Then they get real quiet. I mean, I don't, I don't know. See, that, that, I'm done. What they're going to hit you with is, oh, no, I'm dating. They See? Gotta, that's a, I See? got a girlfriend. Is there a chick that knows what your dick looks like because she just saw it yesterday and she sees it daily. That part. Then no, I don't want no parts. I don't want no parts at all. So that is what's going on there. Fast forward to uh, barely a day later. I think that the Smiths, um, I don't know what it is, but the Smiths magic done hit everything. And all of a sudden, Chloe's taking back and walking back what she said. Well, Jordan's not to blame. Exactly. I mean, you know, Tristan is definitely to blame for this. And he needs to work on that. And I'm over here. It's just been a really hard month or two for me. And I'm just trying to get my life together. Girl, let him cheat in pieces. Let him cheat in peace. Because you over here talking about you trying to work things out. All he going to do is cheat again. And it sounds like you just want a, a man. You just want a man present so you can have this, I don't know, this fake relationship, this fake image of a family or something. That's what they all, I don't know if Chris has like pounded that into their head. Like mm-hmm. this is what you have to have. Mm-hmm. The man, the kid, the house, the this, the that. Mm-hmm. Because they all, like, really fight for that. You know, Kim jumps from relationship to relationship. Right. And six months, she's engaged and this and that. She's Elizabeth Taylor. So I don't know if that's, like, embarked in their brain by their mother. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. I do think that they learned from the best, Kris Jenner. Um, And I do think that... I don't think Courtney gives a damn. Um, She don't even take baths, though. She's all natural. That is very white. And I'm not here for it. Anyway, so speaking of Kylie, um, so Kylie and Jordan supposedly are, I hope that Jordan stays away from this family. I said this last time, but I 100% hope that she stays away. She's not. I know, because allegedly they're texting and trying to get back to being friends. Girl, you ain't learned your lesson. They're going to get you again, Jordan. They're going to drag you. So set up. Set up for a setback. Somebody go take a picture of her. You know, like get out. 
Real talk. Flash the camera in her face. Get out, <laughs> girl. You had an out. And she has like a new eyelash line with um, eye lure, which I don't love their lashes, but I would go buy a whole stack of them just to support her. Black girl magic up in this piece. You basically, Jordan Woods, showed them that you can only be a culture vulture so much. So much. And then there's all there is going to be a family that's black that is better than you, and people are going to listen to them. They're not going to automatically flip on a black chick because you told us to. That part. They learn their lesson quick, honey. And all of a sudden, Malika, the best friend, the other black best friend, black best friend number one, Larsa Pippen, wannabe black best friend number two, um, all of them just got real quiet. Because what you going to say to Jada? Dare, step to Jada if you want. <laughs> but Jada was already like really good friends with Christian. She was at the Christmas party, and I don't know if they will be anymore. Listen. Of will course. Smith called in to the Red Table Talk and said, Jordan, we got your back. That's it. Now clap back at them. Try it. <laughs> Try it. Um, I do think that Kylie has moved on to a different type of culture vulture because she now just threw a birthday a birthday party for her assistant who's Mexican and she had like a mariachi band and basically like turned her house into a big ass party. I ain't never seen this assistant nowhere, no day ever. Now all of a sudden she getting a birthday party put all on Snapchat. Kylie is so transparent. Look, I have a new Jordan, but this time she's Mexican. That part. So now I can appeal to the Mexicans and get them to buy my my ColourPop knockoff lip kits. Oh God. I hope y'all don't fall for it because a lot of black folk fell for it. Um, speaking of Kylie, Forbes has named her the youngest self-made billionaire. What kind of fakery is this again? <laughs> now that's where we differ. She is self-made billionaire. She's not self-made. Uh. <laughs> Why? What are you, crazy? <laughs> So Dictionary.com had to get with they ass and be like, this again? We've already said this does not this is not the definition of self-made. Because she took her plat well, I won't say self-made. I just know she took her platform and she made something way bigger. Because none of the other ones True. are worth a billion dollars. But you're not self-made. You're, you're not assisted. Self-made. Maybe. That's you're maybe. assisted. And if you start on third base. You do not just because you made it home does not mean you hit a home run. That's true. So okay. that's what we're trying to say. Call her the youngest billionaire, which by the way, I also don't believe. This is very, very Trumpish. We ain't yeah. seen Nana tax return. We ain't seen Nana receipt. It's estimated. But it's not they even said estimated to nine hundred million. They didn't even say estimated to a billion. Now it's estimated to a billion. I think that's a lie. I need to see the receipts. Show me the receipts. It's real it's happening real fast. I don't think so. I think it's all a lie. I think they do the Trump shit. I think that they say things, make people believe it, and then people are like, oh, my God, she's a billionaire. So you're telling me that you made more money than, like, Lancome and and L'Oreal. No, bruh, stop. (laughs) Like, no. (laughs) Off lip kits. Like, stop. And I understand that you can make a lot of money, but also, and I understand that you're, quote, unquote, 100% and sole invest or sole um, owner. But there's a difference between creating, like having a chemical factory and all this stuff, mm-hmm. like creating something and putting, which, your name on and putting your name on something. Her lip kits are literally made in the same factory as ColourPop, which I love. And they're, they sell for about five or $6 for some lipstick and everything's super cheap, but pretty good quality. 
All they did was slap her name on the same products. She picked out different colors and doubled the price, sometimes tripled the price. Now, I would give Kris Jenner some credit for that. I would give ColourPop, you know, um, um, props for that. I'm not giving Kylie Jenner. Like, I understand you spent $150,000 of your own money that w- that you were born with. But <laughs> no, girl, no. That she worked hard for. What do you mean? She was born. That's what she was. <laughs> she was making money and not even realizing it because she was on the show when she was so young. Exactly. And she just wanted to do something else. And, hey, I applaud you for saying yes to ColourPop, saying, hey, can I slap your name on this? But stop acting like you run payroll. Stop acting like you actually did something businessy. You don't even know what your tax – you don't even know what your tax ID is. So stop it. But, hey, girl, do you? Um, Allegedly, she said that was his face. Travis Scott cheated on her. No, that I didn't hear. That's what she said. And he deleted his Instagram a couple days ago because he swore up and down he didn't do it. And apparently she got very upset with him because she went through his phone. This is like a day after the Jordan fallout after table Red Table Talk. She went through his phone, had evidence that he cheated. This is according to TMZ. And, you know, their mouthpiece. And she accused him. He denied it. And he deleted his Instagram to prove a point. Now, all of a sudden, he's back on Instagram and Twitter and posting Queen after the Forbes article. He posted her picture and put Queen. Then somebody got real shady in the comments and posted her old face and said Queen. You know. (laughs) I say, yes. Get shady with Travis Scott and Kylie. Um, but she, you know, all her sisters are like, yes, girl. Like, it wasn't even like a big celebration. They like, I think Kendall like retweeted it and put like a hand clap. Shade. <laughs> it was just so, it's so, it just feels very, it's all very convenient. Keeping up with the Kardashians about to start back in yeah. like a week or two. All of this stuff is it happening could. within a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. This is all going to be on the episodes. So You're I'm on sure. the cover of Forbes. Like it, it, everything feels another cheating scandal, which the same thing happened last year before they started a new season. It just all feels very publicity stunty. Did you see Chris Jenner on that commercial on um with Lisa Renna, the Blockbuster commercial? I didn't see that, but I listened to Kanye West's Soul Sermons on Sundays <sighs> in Africa with the choirs and Yeezys. Why would you do that? <laughs> I'm just saying. Why? Why did you waste your time? Because <laughs> he's a pastor now. I wouldn't be surprised if he pulled a Mason Betha. You remember when Mace became a pastor? Well, he has. He definitely has Soul Sermon Sundays now. Now with Chloe showing up with her with her fake ass all on display, mm. we posted pictures of them arriving at the Soul Sundays. I was like, I can spot Chloe a mile away, honey. Um, I'm very. Are you sad that Luke Perry died? I was. I was shocked. Me too. I was shocked. I was shocked. Like he's in his early fifties. Like I'm. I don't understand. I know. I said this. I went to an event last night for Samsung and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that Luke Perry died. He was only 50 something. And this guy was like this white guy, too. He was like, I mean, but he looked about 70. I was like, stop it. No, he did. Um, You don't watch Riverdale. I don't watch Riverdale. I watch Riverdale. He does look like he's been through something. Is it something going on? Has he always looked like this? You know what? They don't. They don't age well. Stop it. <laughs> so I can't really tell. But yeah, I don't know. I he don't. Does, he did look a little rough on Riverdale. Um, he 
had a stroke and he had a stroke actually like I think almost a week before his death. Um, and I don't know why I thought I don't I don't really understand what a stroke is, but I do know that that's something that really hits like an older person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's something that is a natural cause or something like that. But to be young 50s is a little I don't know what stress he going through or was going through, but that seems to be a bit much. Um, he has kids and, you know, a fian- a secret fiancé, allegedly his secret fiancé, his ex-wife and his kids and family were all by his side. His daughter had to, like, rush from South Africa mm-hmm. just to get there in time. It was so sad. But I, we all grew up on 90210, you know, and he was, like, my first white boy crush and— I mean, come on. He was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the original movie. I, come you know, on. I can recite every word of Buffy every the Vampire. Word. And you know the the cheerleader routine at the beginning. I taught it to myself when I was a cheerleader, and I made my whole team in high school learn it too. Which one was that? Keep it coming, coming, <laughs> keep it coming, y'all. Dusty can't, dusty can't, dance no. Go, go, go. Yes, Buffy. Unplug everything in here. <laughs> the podcast is over. <laughs> Oh, my God. I loved that. And they went to the movies afterwards and they had the bogus corn. <laughs> I loved it. I love that movie, though. Me, too. Classic. I love that movie. Oh, Luke Perry. Rest in peace. That's so sad. Oh, they had just announced the reboot for 90210 with the original cast. The original cast. Like, had just announced that. <sighs> Life really, really is short, y'all. Wow. Ugh. So sad. Okay, but on the flip side, there's new life coming in because Tamron Hall was like, hey, y'all, guess what? I'm 58 and pregnant. 48. 48, my bad. <laughs> I'm 48 and pregnant and married to a white man. Yes. Fingers crossed, Tamron. What you mean, fingers crossed? Maybe. I need scrambled eggs, poached eggs, eggs, Benedict. <laughs> I am not doing this with you. <laughs> After a certain age, Mm-mm. you have to really, really, really be careful. That's all I'm saying. God bless her. That's all I'm, I'm saying. I'm really shocked she hid this for eight months. She's 32 yeah. weeks. And she was wearing, like, bigger clothes Um, looking back at it. But she's always, like, worn really cute clothes. Mm-hmm. So I don't think anybody thought anything of it. They just thought it was, like, a trend or a style. But, yeah, she's 32 weeks. And posted up with her new husband. I don't know when they got married, but they've been dating for a couple of years. Um, I saw them at the Discovery Christmas party like a year ago or two years ago. Um, I heard it's a little, I heard he's an interesting character, but good luck to them. How do you feel about a 48-year-old woman having a baby? I mean, if you can, do it, you know. I will say, I went to the doctor um, last month and I asked it I'm 36 now so I'm always like very very concerned because if you're a woman and over I feel like shit over 25 people start getting all in your ear making you feel like it's just too late for it for life Mm -hmm. and so especially after I turned 30 I start to get very concerned I had a male um male gynecologist so I would bring it up and he would just kind of shove it to the side like oh it's fine you're fine and I'm like I don't know if I'm just fine like he never delved into like options or what I should be worried about so I switched to a female gynecologist and my life changed and not they don't they weren't scaring me but they were more willing to discuss what I should be concerned about or if I should be concerned or when I should start becoming concerned um and because one they're a woman so they had to deal with it themselves Mm -hmm. but also just I don't even if you're a doctor all doctors are equal to some extent because y'all all went to medical school and learned the same thing but 
I guess in practice, it doesn't always come off like that. So for some reason, they are just more relatable to me. Um, And so I went to um, another female gynecologist just last month and we had a nice talk about this and she got very real. She was like, I don't think people try to scare women, one, because of money. So they're trying to get money for IVF treatments and, and, you know, all these different things that you see on TV, all these different medical procedures, la, da, da. you have to remember what people's number one priority is, and that's revenue and money. Yeah. So a lot of times they're overreacting about you have to do this now at this certain age. Just because you're, I thought it was like, once you pass 35, you might as well give up. She was like, that's really not the case. That really is the case Night, she's not even saying give up, but at 40 is when you should start getting concerned about that, not necessarily 35. And at, but you should start thinking now about what you want to do at 40. You can't just like wake up on your 40th birthday, like, oh, let me decide every part of about having a family and baby today. You need to start planning that before you're 40, not because you can't have kids at 35, 36, 37, but because you don't want to rush a decision on the day of your birthday on 40, you know? So we had a really good discussion about what options are, what I need to start considering. So I I don't have a problem with a 48-year-old having a baby at that age if your doctor said that you can. I mean, she looks she looks healthy. She looks yeah. strong. I'm sure she'll be okay. But that being said, you're about to have a newborn baby, your first child at 48, and you're about to launch your... A new talk show. In September. That's yeah. Like, that's a lot of pressure. So mm-hmm. it's like those two all at once. I just wanted to make sure, you know, she's thinking um, about everything. I don't know if it's a, I don't think it's a live show. I, 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 I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think it's live. Um, so she probably has already, or is taping now, mm. different things and canning things. But I also know that, like, maybe when you're older, Things come a little bit easier. When you're 20 and having a baby, you are juggling so much. Yourself, your life, you're climbing a ladder at work. You're doing a lot of things that are more entry level, that take a lot more legwork and a lot more energy. If you're 48, you're established. You have a husband who also, by the way, her husband is the head of um, the head of talent managing at Primary Wave. So he has a really pretty good job, really high-powered job where he has people under him. They both are in positions of power. So maybe it's going to be a little easier when it comes to time management and being able to juggle things because you have experience and you're more mature. I think the physical side is going to be harder, for sure. Recovery and just chasing behind a damn two-year-old. Patience. I don't have no patience now. I can't imagine having patience at 48. But, um... (laughs) I think that's going to be challenging. But, I mean, if your doctor says you can, then you can. Didn't Hallie have a baby at 50? Or 40-something? 40-something. And J-Lo and Mariah and all of them had babies late. Don't. Don't do it. What what were you about to say about Mariah? I already know it's about Mariah. I'm not saying a word. Just, you know, wishing Tamarind all the best. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> So I don't know if she did IVF. I don't know. Maybe she'll talk about it on her talk show. Um, something tells me she probably did. Um, but, yeah. So if you're a 35-year-old woman or a 30-year-old woman, now's the time to start thinking about 
freezing eggs and things like that. You don't have to do it today. But of course, the younger, the better. But even with that, there's so, I can I can do a whole podcast about reproductive situations, but we're not going to get into that today. But don't be freaked out just because you're 35, 36 or even 40. It's possible, especially if you have IVF and frozen eggs and things mm-hmm. like that. So I, I think it's great. I think that she's always wanted this. She's always wanted a husband and kids. I know people I found it very funny that black men were going in on that woman. Why? Because she has a white husband. They was on Twitter just retweeting, just mad. Big mad. Listen, love is love. Just like they was big mad at Tamara for talking about her Tinder. Um, I don't know why Tinder has anything to do with this, but Tamara Mallory Mallory Housley and Rachel from The Bachelorette both posted these advertisements on Instagram for Tinder. Now, both of them are married and engaged, so I'm very confused. But it was for interracial emojis through tinder so tamara's like i'm so happy i mean it's basically i'm pretty sure tinder gave him the message because they both posted a very similar message i'm so happy that i now get to have my own emoji that really represents me and adam girl we don't have black families yet (laughs) why why would i be happy for you and your interracial ass emoji like good for you but we don't even have a black or brown or tan family (laughs) or couple but we got we got interracial all of a sudden. That's what I was more concerned about. Not because it is interracial, just because damn, can 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 we have a black family? So people were going in. <laughs> Tamara just always wants you to know she got her some white peen at home. I was like, that's not how this is. Leave Tamara alone. She's so happy about her white peen, her white kang. <laughs> Rachel did it too. Y'all ain't going off on her. They are releasing some new emojis, though, but none of them are black families. <laughs> Did you listen to Solange's album? I only hear one song, but I hear it's amazing. Not one song. I only hear one song. Um, <laughs> Why are you looking like that? <laughs> Somebody must not like Solange's, Solange's album. You don't like Solange? I like Solange a lot, but the album I thought was like, uh, a little bit weird, you know what I mean? Like, I had a hard time. You know, she's real artsy, in yeah. quotes. It was, it was like, very um, abstract. Very. Okay. So, the guy from um, the from Very Smart Brothers, y'all read that on Root, The Root? I think it's on The Root. He's so funny. Damon Young. So, he did this article that basically was like, it wasn't scathing, but he was like, we need to keep it all the way real. We love Solange, and we love her because she black as fuck. But this album sucked. Like, he went off and had, like, point by point with why it sucked. I haven't even listened yet because I just, I don't know. I like to listen in my own time, especially if I'm driving in the car and Mm -hmm. I just like to play it. But I was like, I could see that. Because it took me a while to, you know, her last album for me to catch on to that. I heard, Uh like, song by song. Uh And then I finally broke down listening. The last one I really liked was Halle Street Dreams. And he didn't even like that one. So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she's real. You know, she's out there. She's eccentric. So, she's... Why wasn't she at the Carter's party? They had like an Oscar party. Then they had like a pajama party. She was busy. She was about to launch a new album. She was in Houston just partying it up by her damn self. Something's weird there. Something's very weird there. I'm sorry. I feel like she's never with them. And I'm not saying you have to be up their ass or anything, but I feel like she's never. Yeah. I haven't seen Solange let's, with them in a very long let's time. Let's keep it 100. 
Let's keep it 100. Oh, Lord, what? If you know your sister is in, well, was allegedly in a troubled relationship that you probably are not <laughs> happy about, and she's still in that situation, your best bet is probably to keep your distance, like to keep your relationship going. I and mean, just act ha- happy about it on the surface when you have to. And just, you know, love her from afar. Because you can't stand to see the fakeness up close. Oof. I mean, she already done punched him in his mouth and kicked him in his balls in the elevator. Child. So how do you recover from that? You don't. Like, really? Like, I how mean, do they you was kicking and smiling in New Orleans like a, like a weeks after that. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, so white people reality TV. We have to get there. Guess who was engaged? Sammy Sweetheart. From Jersey Shore. Do y'all know Ronnie is probably rolling around on the rehab floor right now? She should. He about to have a relapse. He's ordering something right now. Some opioids or something. Mm. Ronnie, Ronnie. I always thought that they weren't good together, but I also always thought it was his fault. It was always his fault. She tried. She tried. Yeah. Then she got really annoying. Ron! (laughs) Ron! She tried and she tried and she tried and she just got fed up. And then they played the hell out of her on the new the new seasons of Jersey Shore with that doll that's supposed to be Sammy playing Ron on repeat <laughs> through like a little speaker. Um, and Ronnie is just very immature. His relationship, and we're talking about Jersey Shore, the old school Jersey Shore, and they brought the the whole cast back with Dina and all them for the newer episode episodes before the situation went to jail. Um. I feel like Ronnie and that girlfriend of his, the one he, his baby mama, Jen, mm-hmm. too much. And that just shows me he's the problem because she's a problem as well, but you chose her. She crazy as hell. She dragged your ass in a car in down a street car. and had you bloody and messed up and you still went back to her. She tracked you down. Producers had to step in because she tracked you down at the hotel. Producers were like, nah, Ronnie ain't here. You know, like your homeboy got to do whenever a girl come over, like and and try to find you, or when your boyfriend try to like be real crazy, like where she at? The producers literally had to put the camera down, like no, nah, Ronnie ain't here. He was in the back. He ain't here though, cause they know her ass crazy, and he stayed with her. He's still with her. He keeps getting back with her. Moved to Vegas to be with her. That's why I'm glad Sammy is. He's really out of Sammy's system and she's happy now. oh sammy is done and i think he's not over sammy no, and not. i think that's why he's acting plum fool with jen that baby is very cute but i think he's acting a plum fool with her because he still hates himself for messing up the sammy situation and now sammy's over here living her best life best showing life. off her ring come on girl when that ring comes off ask us then you everything's fine if you got that ring on your face <laughs> <laughs> she was wearing flip-flops throwing that engagement photo <laughs> That must be the new thing. Why does she do from, that? From Portia to now Sammy, it must be flats must be in when you're getting proposed to now. She wore flip flops though, like <laughs> like what is it? Haciendas, haciendas. <laughs> Maybe she just got a pedicure or something. She ain't know what's gonna no, happen. <laughs> she was flip flopping. Oh my god! Can't you crop that out of the picture before you post it? Like she had them showing, they was white too, white. stark white. I was like, really, Sammy? You ain't changed since, like, 2003. What is going on? Yeah, so he's probably losing his shit, and good luck with that. I hope you learn your lesson that you need to move on. hope you don't propose to Jen to get back at Sammy, who's paying no attention to you. <sighs> anyway, 
Okay, so Vanderpump Rules, did you catch um, last night? Wait, was it last night? No, Monday night's episode? No. Okay, so where did you leave off? I caught all the the after show interviews. Uh-huh. Oh. Where they were with, with Katie and Katie. Where is this after show at? They were talking about this. Um, I've seen that. Okay, I need to watch this after show. I can't figure out where it is. Maybe it's like on Facebook. No, Lisa Vanderpump will not be on nobody's Facebook. I don't know where it is. Anyway, so the latest on Vanderpump, which I love. Am I the only black girl that loves Vanderpump Rules? I, I catch in every now and then, but oh I'm God, not a true it. fan. I love it. And every time I go to L.A., I got to go to Villa Blanca. Then maybe, sir, I have to try Tom Tom. I mean, I just love it. So I love Lisa Vanderpump. I love her. No, I do love her. I can't believe that Katie, because this, okay, so the most recent episode, for those who do watch Vanderpump, I just have to discuss this because I cannot believe that you could be best friends. Maybe there's a white girl thing. I don't know. But I can't be best friends with somebody who slept with everybody I've slept with. It's so weird. <laughs> so Katie Maloney, who's now married um, to one of the Toms, admitted the other night that she slept with, um, what's the girl, what's the other girl's name? Kristen. Kristen's current boyfriend Carter. way back in the day. And Carter and Kristen have been having issues. Kristen got issues with everybody. I'm really shocked she even has a man. But then we found out it's because she pays all the bills. And allegedly, are they even really still together? Oh. Because she said on What did she say on um on with Andy? They're working through things. Child, Carter needs to leave you. You need to leave him. Both of y'all are weird. But I don't understand how friends... Could you be friends with somebody that has slept with several people that you slept with? No. It's weird. I feel like everybody on Vanderpump is for everybody. They're just passing everybody around. Just like Britney and Jax. Jax has slept with everybody on the show. That, no, that's... Listen, love is love. Ew, Okay, so fast forward to um, Marriage Boot Camp. Have you been watching? Now, that I've been watching. That? Okay. I like regular Marriage Boot Camp. I don't like reality Marriage Boot Camp. The reality is the one. But this one right here? It's good. It's it's on another level. It really is. The hip-hop edition, which is basically a knockoff Love and Mm Hip-Hop. Okay, because everybody on the show was on Love and Hip-Hop at some point. So... What disturbed the hell out of me this week was Soldier Boy is on the show with his now ex-girlfriend, Nia, Nia Riley, who is Teddy Riley's daughter. Mm -hmm. And when this show, this season first started, I didn't even know that was Nia Riley. Because she looks different. She looks totally different and she addressed that later and that's how I figured out that's who it was she addressed it later and she was like I gained weight because of stress and I'm just going through things I was like girl I, hey I gain weight all the time I'm not judging you over that I literally didn't recognize you though if you are going through that drastic of a change by being with a man that is signal number one that you need to get the hell out just the way she carried herself period not even the weight gain, but I mean, she just threw a rubber band on her hair some days, <laughs> you know, walking around there in those, I don't know, gym shorts and then raggedy yes. t-shirts. It's just like the way she's carrying herself. You yeah. can tell she's not happy. She's so not happy and she's so like, I don't even want to say insecure. She's almost just scared to even be in his presence. And 
But toothpick ass soldier boy, I wish he would. When Don Peace went off on him, like, I will get with you. <laughs> I will hurt you. I love her so much. And to be honest, their relationship is the only relationship I truly believe. Soldier boy and Nia? No, no. Oh. Um, Jessica Dime and her man. I love them. They're the only two I truly believe is like they're really there trying to fix things. Right. Walk a flock up and cheating on that girl for how long? And t- when Tammy chimes in, I like Ch- Tammy and all, but I don't like when she chimes in on other people's stuff. It's like, shut up. Girl, because your man has been for everybody for years. And you keep taking him back because you say that that makes you a better woman. And that I don't like that whole preach to women, I'm a better woman, because I I'm. it's the easy thing. She literally says it's the easy thing to do to walk away. Nah, girl, it's the easy thing to stay exactly where you at exactly. and be taken care of. Exactly. That's the easy that thing part. to do. Don't, mm-mm. and I like her. I get very frustrated when she says that. It's actually really disappointing. She's beautiful. She has a great voice. She actually is a really good singer. Like, you do not need, if you love him, you love him, and I get that. But girl. Keep your mouth shut. Just be quiet. She kept chiming in on these people. So, especially on Mo and Carl, which she really had no, the audacity. So, um, yeah, Soldier Boy is very physical. I think physically and emotionally abusive with Nia, and I think it's disgusting. I didn't like the fact that we TV producers didn't jump in on this last episode. Whenever he hopped, he got out of his bed and, and ran yeah. into the bed she was in just because she wouldn't pay attention to him. You're not entitled to go hit her and grab her phone and shake her and do mm-hmm. and touch her because she won't pay attention to you. You're not entitled. You don't. You don't you, you don't get to do that. And what, he thought that was a okay. What triggered me and how I know that he's hit her before is he was like, you know, who the fuck are you talking to? Right. And because when she talked back, yeah. that's what triggered him to get up. Mm-hmm. So you could tell, like, when they're in the privacy of their own home, she can't she can't do none of that. Because mm-hmm. that's where he jumped up and jumped on her. And she kind of said that um, a few episodes ago when she said she for some reason she wouldn't speak up about how she felt. She just said, "I want to go home." And the two um, doctors, well, the the psychologist, kept saying, "No, don't leave. Tell us what you said." She's like, "I can't say it." Now I see what she was saying because whenever she does speak up, he might act one way when other people are around. But when they get behind closed doors, you see his true colors, right? And they have cameras in every single room. And I think he forgot for a minute that cameras were there because it was dark too. Yeah, it was overnight. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he did that in the dark, and everybody everybody came running out the room. Dime Peace was in the front, red. <laughs> but what happened? Because Nia was screaming like she was in a horror movie, too. She was. I was like, calm down, Nia. I think, that, I think she's traumatized, kind of like the guy said, um, the, the, the doctor said. It, every time he does that, every time Soldier Boy gets physical with her, it, it re-triggers her yeah. because she was also raped when she was younger. Yeah. And I think that it's like constantly re-triggering her. And I was very upset that nobody from WeTV stepped in when they have. I've watched that show a million times. Like I've watched before they started doing celebrity editions. They they did real people. They constantly stepped in for doing even half of that. Yeah, I think they were trying to really catch him like beating her, though. though. All he was really doing was trying to grab her phone. But he was definitely hitting her, though. He was, like, pulling her. Pulling her, Shaking and, her. yeah, it was it was unnecessary. And I do like the fact that the, the male psychologist told him the next day, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You're not entitled to that. Because Soulja Boy was just acting like, well, she wouldn't pay attention to me. She kept looking at her phone. And? And that shows you what goes on at home. Like, that shows you she's definitely been abused. He's definitely hit her before. Ugh. I cannot stand Soldier Boy. I mean, now he has a new girlfriend. Who's an IG thought, and it's just disgusting. 
Um, I don't. Him and Nia don't have kids. They need to end it. They should have been ended it. Why is Teddy Riley not whooping Soldier Boy ass? I don't understand anything right now. Well, can you explain the other couple, Little Fizz and his girlfriend? Oh, I don't think they want to be together. I don't think she want him, and I don't think he want her. He is very cute, but I, I had no idea. He is well, fine. allegedly, isn't he smashing Amarion's baby's mama? She said no. Did she? <laughs> she said, April said no. Mm. But they all about to go on tour, so this is about to be real interesting on that millennial tour. Well, allegedly, they spent the holidays with April's family. His kids, her kids, and Amarion's kids. Apparently, you know. they just are all friends. And they just ran into each other yes. at her parents' house. Yes. Yes. Because Lil Fizz is from L.A. and her parents are in Chicago. So he just happened to be in Chicago during the holidays with his kid and her kids at her parents' house together during the holidays. Allegedly. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know how flights work like that. I guess he was getting subway at 2 a.m. Oh, God. Not this again. You know, Chicago, you know, they they known for a lot of that. Not this again. Um, yeah, so I think that Lofiz needs to break up with her if he hasn't yet. She allegedly, Tammy getting getting messy again when she was like, well, I heard that <laughs> Tiffany had a whole nother dude before she came up in here. Girl, sit down. Sit down. Your man probably did, too. <laughs> I'm sure, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mo and Carl. So Lil Mo and Carl Durgan. Dargan. We've posted a few exclusives, giving y'all sneak peeks of what's happening in the upcoming episodes, and their relationship irks me. He constantly cheats, cheats in her face, cheated, cheats on the show. On the show. Because he forgets that the cameras are there. FaceTime and chicks talking about, that's my sister. Like, how old are you, sir? We ain't doing those lies no more. <laughs> Step your lie game up if you're going to lie. That's my sister. Like, what are you doing? And so the psychologist, the the therapist caught him. And that and even Lil Mo said, had they not had there not been cameras, I wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. Because she flat out asked him and he lies and she believes him. But you see it on tape now, so what are you gonna do? Nothing. You're gonna put on yellow hair and just Be a, mad. A yellow hoodie. Be mad until he kisses her enough. And the next time her hair and hoodie match, I'm just gonna <laughs> just call into the producers. They need to cancel the whole thing. <laughs> Every episode, her hair and her hoodie is matching, and I—that's—that might be the problem right there. If they tell her to stop matching her hair and her hoodies, he might, you know, put down the FaceTime. I did not notice that, and of course you did. Ugh. Of course you did. Even when she was singing the Porsche, she had on a blue blouse and a blue streak, <laughs> and I'm like, listen, what's going on? What in the Smurfette hell is going on? <laughs> that damn proposal, I can't. Anyway, so Mo and Carl. Are still I don't I don't know if they're together in real time. It seems like they are because they've done a couple of press runs together. But she's been very clear that she's upset with him and she's like not feeling it. But I don't know. What I do know is her reasoning for staying irks me. And she said he he can't do that. He can't do life without me. He needs me. So if I leave him, he will be left alone, and I can't have him be left alone. That's what he's pushed in her head all mm-hmm. this time. He probably gave, oh, if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, that's all. That, well, I can't do life without you, girl. Hand him the noose. Oh, my God. Listen, <laughs> you're a grown-ass man. Here. Um. Okay, so this is the final, the final thing because we have to get into a... Oh, God. We have to get into a scammer season episode we're going to talk about in a bit. But... Finding Neverland. 
I know. Okay, wait. Is it leave? No, it's Leaving Neverland. How it's I messed that up? Yeah, Finding Neverland is a different movie. Leaving Leaving Neverland. Neverland. The docu the the four hour documentary, two parts, two hours, two parts, that has hit HBO. Oof. It um you know had a big situation at Sundance. Um, that's kind of what sparked all of this. HBO bought the rights and just showed it. Um, over the last couple of nights, and it's caused. So much controversy. So Leaving Neverland is a quote-unquote documentary. And I say that because it's only two men, Wade Robeson and one other guy, who are 90% of the time talking to the camera, giving their side of a story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would call that a documentary, more of a just a profile or um, an in-depth talk. But there is no checks and balances. There is no, like, let's go find information independently you know let's go talk to both sides there was none of that um so that's what the family the michael jackson estate and his family has an issue with but what wade robinson is saying in the doggone documentary is that michael jackson sexually abused him for several years while he was a little boy. And Way Robeson was the little boy that was in um, commercials with him and it was like his biggest fan and used to like mimic him. Mm-hmm. He also grew up to be a choreographer and did um, Britney Spears's um, I'm a slave for you. Is I'm a slave for you or drive me crazy? He might have did both, but he definitely did I'm a slave okay. for you. Um, and so he worked with Darren Henson as well and Darren Henson popped off on Instagram saying, how dare you do this? He has no credibility. And he's always been weird. He's always been upset and depressed and mad that Michael didn't show him more attention. Then Macaulay Culkin came in the picture. He felt left out. You know, it was all these things. The whole family, the the 3T, 3T is that their name? 3T. 3T. Don't do that. Is upset, honey, that their uncle is being dragged through the mud from the grave. And they have gone off on every... I watched like 10 different interviews they did. And they've done Good Morning America. They've done Today Show. They've done British News. They've done it all. Jermaine was on British News, child. It was a mess. Well, Piers Morgan. It was a hot mess. And they just are very upset because they don't think this holds any credibility. No one in the family has seen the documentary, though. Okay. So they say they refuse to watch. The reason why Janet, they say, the reason why Janet hasn't spoken out is because she doesn't want to give more credence to it. She doesn't want to give more attention to it. I can see that. You tell me, because you've watched both parts. Both parts. You tell me what stood out the most and what you feel about it. Now, I do know, watching it, that they both did testify during his original trial where he, you know, was all on the news with the family uh-huh, and everything. Uh-huh. And they both said, no, he did not touch me. He did so not. they lied. They lied. I know. Right. Okay. And so when asked why, so after the documentary, Oprah has a Q&A with them where it's mm-hmm. just them on stage with Oprah. When asked, when Oprah asked why, they kind of go back into it and you kind of realize, like, they were groomed as kids and Michael, they were in love with Michael Jackson pretty much. Mm. The guy, James Safechuck. Like, Wade seems, I can see why people don't really believe him. He's mm-hmm. up there, and he seems, like, almost, like, basking in everything. Mm-hmm. The other guy, he looks like he's just wore down, like, he Ooh. needs help. That's like, like it's really affecting him. To the point where he said, even as the documentary was airing, he was sick to his stomach because he felt so guilty for, like, telling their secrets. Ugh. Him and Michael, they had a wedding. 
where him and Michael got married in their, in a hotel room and they exchanged vows to each other. What was the so, masturbation thing? Because that that well, that taught, set me. They were just talking about different sexual things that Michael, mm-hmm. like Michael taught them how to masturbate, and then he would masturbate. You know, he would do things with them. He would them perform oral sex on or, them. And how old that. were they? When it started, Wade yeah. was seven, and Ooh. James was eleven. So James, when he was eleven, went on. Michael asked his parents, "Could well, his mother? Can I take him on tour with me during the bad tour?" And she said, "Yes." Did she go? No. See, let me tell y'all something. See? Here we go again. <laughs> Here we where, go again. This is why I'm telling you because why? Because Michael groomed her, and that's what mm. Oprah was talking about. And Wade too. Like Michael told Wade, like Wade's mother left her husband pretty much for. Michael Jackson and Wade to be together. Oh, my God. The husband begged them not to go because they're from Australia. Yeah. And the husband begged. And she pretty much said, no, we're going. You know, she wanted Wade's career to blossom. And Michael was showing her all this love and attention, this and that and this and yeah. that. Michael would call her personally and talk to her and tell them how special. That's exactly what R. Kelly did. Exactly. How, how normal, you know, their relationship made him feel. Mm. and things like that. So he groomed the parents pretty much. That's why I was talking about the grooming thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why the parents just were like, take my child. Take him. <sighs> do we believe it? Like, do you There's feel other... like they're credible? I... See, I'm on I'm on the fence. I kind of do mm-hmm. in a sad way. I kind of do. Mm-hmm. Because just like Surviving R. Kelly, a lot of their, like, they they didn't know each other, mm-hmm. but a lot of their stories were similar. Mm-hmm. A lot of their experiences with Michael were similar. The, you know, the I love you, the, you know, if anybody ever founds out, you know, your life will be over, my life will be over. And just, like, really, like they said, like, he just pushed that into their mind from, right. day, from day one. So, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. But they, so the, the, the nephews, um, Taj and... Who's the cute one? The one that Kim Kardashian dated. That I don't know. The one with the weird big eyebrows. Mm-hmm. He is so fine. One of them was on Yamba. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. With drama with his own wife. <sighs> um, mean, how, if we're going to believe, well, if society's going to believe the 60 old women that came in and said Bill Cosby touched them. Because <laughs> you know how I felt about that. Oh, God. You're 73, talking about he touched me in 1961. <laughs> like, if we're going to believe them, and we're going to believe all the Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. females, mm-hmm. and we're going to believe the surviving R. Kelly victims, mm-hmm. can we really discredit these people just because it's Michael Jackson? No. And that's why I honestly, this is why I don't even like this subject is because I don't think I don't think in any situation of um, sexual abuse or um, um, rape, molestation, anything. I don't think that there is any way to ever prove yes or no. And unless the the um, the defendant flat out confesses. I don't think there's any way to ever prove. There has been video proof. Look at R. Kelly. There has been flat out obvious proof. And people still find ways to tweak it and say, well, how do we know that they weren't compliant? How do we know that he said no? How do we know that, that, that he didn't say yes five seconds before this video started? There's always something. And why are we 
like omitting the fact that Michael Jackson said he loved being around kids. He slept in, he had sleepover with children as like a 30 something year old man. And he did ma- say that years maids, ago in an interview. Like, I don't know why it was never brought to light, but in this documentary, it was how like some of his housekeepers and maids have caught him showering with little boys and things like that. And they testified Ooh. that, but we didn't never, we never heard about any of that till now. Well, according to Jermaine and co, they say nothing ever happened inappropriate. Like he was flat out asked in multiple interviews, did anything inappropriate happen between your brother and little and little kids? He's like, no, absolutely nothing. And I'm like, well, how would you even know? Were you there? No. And actually, the nephews weren't even there because they were too young. And sometimes the um, I think Jermaine said sometimes there would be little girls there as well. Nobody talks about that. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. There was always like parties and carnivals right. where it was a bunch of kids there. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about the sleepovers. He's, he claims, Jermaine claims that little girls were there too. Mm. I don't know who uh, to believe. Uh, it's, it's, really, it's really hard. It's really disturbing because I just feel like they done took everybody away from me. Yeah. It's, it's gross. It's gross. And, and it's gross because as a woman, I don't think any of this is far-fetched yeah. um, at all. And I think as America, like as just pe- human beings, you sh- we all know somebody that things like this has happened to. So nothing should be just impossible. Exactly. But it seems like as soon as it happens to somebody in your family, then it, or even a best friend. Oh, no. Oh, no, it can't. No, nope. no, they would have never. Exactly. Listen, Jeffrey Dahmer was out here doing the absolute most. Marilyn, not Marilyn Manson. Charles Manson was out here doing the absolute most. You don't always know people. Exactly. Ted Bundy. Ugh. Are you a, watching that on Netflix? Uh, yes. A genius. He was wow. like a genius out here doing that. But yeah, Michael, that really, um, I was always on the fence with it. So why do you think that Oprah um, took this on? So she she clarified it in the very five minute, first five minutes of the Q&A. In 25 years of the Oprah Winfrey show, she did 217 shows on child abuse because she's a child abuse victim. Mm-hmm. So it's something very true and dear to her heart. Mm-hmm. And the whole audience during the Q&A were um, victims of child sexual abuse. The mm-hmm. whole entire audience was. And that's why she's saying just because Michael, this is still something true and dear to her heart. Like mm-hmm. You can't drag her for this one interview when she's done 217 of these same interviews. Oh, people are going in They're on her. They're going in on her, but she's not in... She's not focusing. She's focusing on their stories, but she's talking about, like I said, the grooming of the parent. She's talking about the aspects of child molestation, like okay. how it happens, the different stages. Somebody else said she. Um, somebody said she sounded off and seemed off. Did she seem off to you? These glasses she wore. <laughs> they look like Mr. Potato Head, Fisher Price. Goodbye. I don't know what her eyes literally looked this big. Oh my god! I don't know what they were. They were like some kind of like binocular Coke, Coke bottle. It looked weird. It looked weird. Her hair was not... Where's her hairstylist at? Was she triggered? I don't know. Oh. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Maybe she just got right off the plane and her hair was real poofy and like huge, like real big. Oh, no. It didn't look like her. It didn't look... She didn't look put together, but I mean, she she was very, you know, articulate and everything. Yeah. Her questions were on point. Oh, Okay. But she she wasn't like Sarah Jessica Parker at the no. Michelle Obama sit down. <laughs> that was disgusting. Like flipping through pages and dropping notes on the mm-hmm. ground. No, she wasn't. She was very on, like very on it. But I don't know. And she, to me, Oprah believes it. To me, in my opinion. Yeah, and Gail different. seems to believe it too. Yeah. I don't know. Well, anyway, guys, as usual. Please make sure you read the YBF.com for all the rest of the 
um, entertainment stories that went down this week. Um, we're constantly updated as updating as usual. Also on at the YBF underscore daily on Instagram. We have things that we post on the site plus other stuff that doesn't really work on the site. So we like to get a little bit more shady, a little bit more fun over on our Instagram. So follow us there. Please subscribe to this podcast. I never ask y'all to subscribe. I always forget to do that. I guess it's important. So yes, subscribe, download, do whatever you got to do. We're on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, all of it. Make sure you subscribe and figure out um, the episodes you haven't listened to yet and get it happen okay so please stay tuned for our mini bonus episode where we're talking about another scammer a scammer season it never ends y'all scammers ain't shit but we're gonna get to that whenever you like we were just saying you don't always know people when you don't even know your own husband and your stepdaughter honey when they can kill you in cold blood That's what we're talking about next. Please stay tuned for our mini bonus episode. Thank y'all for listening. Bye.